So hi everyone, thank you very much for joining us um, in the brand new WebVid podcast studio here in Oval in London. I thought it would be good for us to talk about podcasts in a podcast in our podcast booth. It's meta. Podcasts in podcasts in podcasts. It's like meta right the way down to the... This is the podcast version of Inception right now. (laughs) Um, anyway, thank you very much for, for kind of tuning in, whichever platform you're uh, watching this on or listening to this on. Um, I thought it'd be really interesting to talk about um, a few different things. So what is a podcast? I think we should start with that. It's very easy. Pod- a podcast is a piece of audio that is communicated out online, um, either externally or internally. And podcasts have been around for about 20 years, which is the hilarious thing for me, because I have a, and I know James is going to laugh at this because I say this all the time, a bit of a broadcast background for about, cut to James's face, uh. <laughs> um, a bit of a broadcast background working with uh, big networks in the UK and around the world. And we kind of did, um, we did podcasts early 2000s, probably, probably even back into the late 90s. I think the first piece of audio that was shared online was something like, early 90s or mid 90s that long yeah 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 even mm. for podcasting like for for mp3s and but, i um, mean i suppose that the term podcasting wouldn't have been coined then i, I feel like no pod came from the whole ipod thing right yeah it kind of did so um in about 2003 i was getting really excited with podcasting so i was based in leicester square and everyone thought that podcasting was like the next big audio thing there mm. so we created lots of podcasts um, and put them online and no one cared. It was falling on massively deaf ears. And there was a huge reason for that. Yes, there were um, podcast, I don't even think about it, creative technologies and a few other people that were making podcast players um, that just weren't very good to use. Um, there weren't places online that were, that were getting the footfall for, for podcasts. There was no discovery platform really that was working. Um, there was this whole thing about uh, the, the, the speed of broadband and data on mobile phones going on back there. So so podcasts really weren't taking off, but we in the broadcast industry were re- really getting excited about how we could potentially use podcasts to go forward. So they're just an audio communication, whether they be comedy, whether they be uh, highlights from a from a show, whether they be uh, a music podcast. I mean, it can be anything you want, really. Absolutely. And um, I think it was back in 2010, so 10 years ago now, mm. that literally the nail was put in the coffin for podcasts. Everyone was saying there is no way they're going to take off. Podcasting is dead. Yeah. Wasn't that when you did yours? That's when I literally started doing my podcast, yeah. Was it? Yeah, for about <laughs> three, three and a half years, yeah. And it was like it was just really weird because everyone just kind of forgot about it. Now, there mm. were a couple of podcasters, people like Adam Buxton. Yeah, it um, seemed to be, and, and at that point, you know, in my career as well, it was like, the only people that seem to really still be doing it on a regular basis were people in the comedy sector. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and that was people that were maybe slightly mainstream. Because you've only, like, Ricky Gervais as well, they were mm. doing the stuff off of XFM. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was in Leicester Square when Ricky was on the XFM floor, and that was all kicking off. And it was like he was the only one really getting the traction on those sorts of things. Now, you fast forward 10 years, yeah, and here we are talking about podcasts in such a big way. If you haven't thought about 
a strategy for using podcasts as your marketing or communication channel in 2020, then you're a little bit behind the curve. For the last three years, podcasts have been doing some amazing things. And that is because Apple, Spotify, Acast, Luminary, Podbean, have all had their directories just working for them, more people coming online, data on mobile phones being available in unlimited forms. Um, So you you stream a podcast rather than downloading a podcast. So... It's that um, Netflix model, isn't it, really? Yeah, totally. And and the great thing about podcasts that's different over to, over radio, and I think will be the ultimately, I'm not going to say the death of radio, but certainly will cause radio problems. And if broadcasters don't get their position right on podcasts, will miss out. Um, the reason why they're good is because you can choose the content that you want to listen to at any point of the day. Yep. And you can mix it up. Yep. And that's that's the great thing about podcasts. So we, we kind of explained what a podcast is. Physically, it's a, it's a sound file which sits somewhere and then a directory finds that podcast or you tell it where it is and it goes out to the world. Um, that that means that, and this is quite a com- common misconception, that people think that, pe- that Apple and Spotify host or own all of those podcasts that are on there. The network. Well, I think that's one of the things when you're entering into the market, you're sort of like, oh, well, you know, I've got to get it on Spotify. Oh, I've got it's got to be on, you know, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Or, you know, a few years ago before they changed it or iTunes, wasn't it? But yeah. And and I think that, you know, people we're still we're talking to clients mm-hmm. now that, that that don't understand that mechanism. And um so basically you have this file, it hosts somewhere on your server on uh, a platform like SoundCloud. Yeah. And then there's a thing called an RSS feed, which is really simple syndication, which basically goes out and tells these podcast directories when you upload a new episode, what that episode artwork looks like, what the description is, what the title is. And then you, from one place, can tell the world, tell all these different podcast directories about your your production. It's the same mechanism that was used by a lot of blogs and news sites you know absolutely it was a rss really mm. was initially uh set up for for text for yeah. news for 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 seeding with news blogs so in 2020 um some of the stats are just phenomenal um over 850,000 active podcasts now over 30 million podcast episodes available on platforms like apple and spotify that's a big number it's huge and uh, Apple back um, in 2018, looking at the stats here, said there were about 550,000 podcasts. So that's a growth over 300,000 podcasts in one and a half years. Um, we're looking at other podcast episodes and channels and shows being held behind gateways, premium content that's not given to to places like Apple and Spotify. Uh, that's Acast and Luminary who have paid for plans. So they become the Netflix of podcasts. Yep. Um, it, it's just an, an incredible landscape out there for podcasts. But it, it makes perfect sense though when you start going through those figures, um, you know, that growth. I mean, partly podcasts are cool again and they're partly cool again because of that discovery process and the platforms are giving them the mechanism to be out there. Um, where the technology is advanced, it's not only accessible on your mobile and all that, but, you know, doing it in a studio now 
um, or any kind of um, outside broadcast scenario, certainly easier than it was 10 years ago, let alone 20 plus years ago. Yeah. So all those reasons are like the seeds are in place for something to grow and be really, really successful. And also, I mean, if you look at other content streams over the last you know, decade, you know, obviously there was a blogging was a really big thing for a time that market gets very saturated. You know, then it was like YouTube content. Let's go do YouTube channels. Then that gets really, really saturated. Now you've got your other social media feeds, whether you're on, you know, Instagram or like things, TikTok and stuff. But the early adopters get in and the podcast has kind of sat there the whole time, yeah. slightly untapped. No one was quite sure what to do with it, where it went. Um, and because I think you've got that opportunity to really, you know, have a big market reach, whatever your market is, um, that makes them very appealing as a piece of content. And whether that's integrated with a social strategy or just supporting anything else that you're doing, and they're quite fun. But I also think podcasts engage with listeners hmm. in a very different way at a very deep level because... Yeah. If you're if you're watching this and you do listen to podcasts already, when do you listen to podcasts? In your personal time, hmm. when you're probably commuting, when you're in the car and you've got Apple CarPlay on or the Android version um, on in your car, or before you go to bed and you've got that on Alexa, um, you know these are these are really personal times that you get to choose that content. But I wouldn't even strictly say it's just on personal time. I think people can get away with listening to podcasts at work. You mean that some of our graphic artists in Webvid listen to podcasts? No, they no, do. I know. Works really yeah. hard. No, but I mean, yeah, the, I agree. It's and I think because of that as well, you know, it, it, it's the perception, isn't it? There's that kind of culture in office work, whatever your office or shop was. You have a, a radio station on in the background, yeah. You know, and that'd be kind of acceptable. And then people kind of listen to their own. Oh, I'm listening to my MP3 player, whatever, and it evolves on and evolves on. And I think podcasts just fall into that. You can be sat working and be listening to a podcast and that's kind of acceptable as long as it's not stopping you doing your job. Mm. Whereas like if you were sat there watching YouTube videos all day, people would be like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think that we're talking about this being a really great medium for engaging with people, your mm. audience. But it's all a, also a really great medium now to advertise within. Yeah. So there's dynamic ad insertion, which if we go back to what we were talking about just a second ago, you have this file hosted somewhere. Yeah. And then you you have the ability to let companies advertise within your podcast at the start with pre-roll um, audio or at the end or in the middle. And that piece of audio is kind of dynamic. So it's not fixed into that episode. So that means it gives the the advertiser, the, the ability to, to change up in seasons to talk about new stuff that's coming out. Yeah. And when advertisers are talking about this, it's, it's such an amazing mechanism because they can reach so many people that love, I don't know, car, car podcasts or movies or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, both ways, it's really good. Actually, and the third way, which is internal podcasts. So people using these for training because yep. it's just a great mechanism to... To, to push your message out to your staff, they can all listen. They can listen at their desk. They can be they can be put on the internet. Um, they can be pushed to their phones. I mean, it's just incredible. Anyway, we kind of explained yeah. <laughs> why podcasts are important in 2020. Um, one of the things that we get a lot of is a client coming to us saying, "Podcasts. We've heard mm. about them. It's it's really hot. 
we need a podcast. Yeah. So we're just going to do one now. Let's go. Yeah, that's the mistake that everyone makes. It's the knee-jerk reaction. It's the, we need to do this. I know it's important. Or, you know, you're in a, you're in a position in your company or organization where you do want to try something new. You know, you've got your departmental spend for whatever it is. And it's like, well, what can we do this year? What's going to be the new thing? And you can kind of go straight into it without really giving it strategy. And you really like when you put a podcast together, you really need to know what you're doing. And I'm not just talking about in a technical aspect, you know, it, you need to have a, a strategy of, you know, how frequent is it going to be? You know, who's it for? You know, what, what are we going to be talking about? I mean, it's like, you know, I know we're doing this one off thing today. But the, the real if this was a series, we would have needed to have planned out the year. Yeah, you know. Otherwise, you kind of go in, and and I think that's the thing as well. It's whether the medium's kind of like um, matured. You know, when I was sort of saying earlier on, it was comedians and stuff. They're the kind of people that don't need to necessarily plan it as much, which is probably why in the early days, what mm. was still going on, because you can kind of turn up and improvise and tell some jokes, and it's fine. But I mean, if you're doing it for a communications method or a news method, you know, it needs to have the same level of planning. Um, well, there's an old thing in broadcast, which is the the best form of spontaneity is pre-planned. Yeah. And I think that, um, I mean, if you just go on and you just talk on an, on a podcast about nothing going all over the place, if you're, if you're a person that really knows that subject really well and can do that, then you have that ability anyway as a communicator. But I think you need to really plan this stuff out. And there's so many different podcasts. Yeah. There's business podcasts and comedy podcasts and podcasts that follow TV programs, which are just huge at the moment. Well, yeah. you, you consume these like box sets, you know. You, there's a lot of lifestyle stuff, you totally. know, conspiracy theory stuff, music. True crime. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's endless, really. Yeah. Um, but I mean, as I say, going back to your point about um, clients looking to use it as a mechanism for themselves. It's because, you know, it's things that appeal to people outside of work. Mm. And that's what you want. You want to be making something that is as good yeah. as something that you could consume professionally outside of work, you know. How long should a podcast be? I'll tell you how long a podcast should be. It should be as long as the content is good yeah um so it could be a 30 second update on something it could be mm. two minutes it could be an hour um we'll get on to some of the podcasts we listen to in a second because yeah. i don't want this to go on too long because i know that your time is really precious so um five th five things to consider when uh looking at doing a podcast so we've kind of touched on it commitment yeah as a brand or a company um, or as an influencer, the commitment has to be there. It has to be something that you give time to. If you look at people that have done incredible things online, um, whether it be podcasts or vlogs or whatever, um, obviously one person that always comes up is Gary V and Ga Gary Vaynerchuk is uh, his full name. Um, he turned um, his mum and dad's wine business into a digital wine library online, took it to be a multi million pound uh, dollar business and his he did like a set of uh, youtube vlogs that took years to get any traction at all so you have to have that commitment i'm not going to say it's, it's going to take you two years to get any listeners it, it could happen with the right marketing plan behind it within weeks or months but you have to have that commitment to, to go forward frequency yep. is incredibly important um you have to before you go forward know how much content you're going to put out, how frequent it's going to be. If you do 
a season of something. So if you're doing a try true crime podcast and it's a season, that's fine. As long as you know how many's in a season, the season comes out and you know you're going to follow that up with another season and that's going to be there and that's going to be in, you know, 10 parts or whatever. I mean, that's perfectly okay. That's what Netflix do. They drop a whole series. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's what you can do. Or you can, you know, you can, you can take that 10 um, episodes and you can drop them every week. You don't have to be there at the same time. Which is the TV model. Of course. But if you do something where you go, I'm going to make three episodes and kind of see how it goes. Yeah, or It even, doesn't work out. Yeah, or even if you start a series and then, you know, you're finishing an episode and we'll be back next time. Yeah. Don't, I yeah. mean, when, when's when, that? Yeah. yeah. You know, you need to know that stuff so that you can engage with your audience. I mean, it's all well and good that the platforms give you, you know, the opportunity to subscribe. So you'll get notifications when content comes out. People kind of forget and don't yeah. care if they really invested in what you've got to say. They want to know when it's going to be out again, when they can listen to more. So weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, bi-monthly, you know, you, you've got you've got to set that frequency out. Quality. Um, I'm a big advocate of mm. the podcast for brands need to sound good. And yeah. hopefully you're listening to this going, wow, that podcast sounds pretty good. Although this mic's popping a bit because I haven't got a pop shield. Ah, it. yeah, fine. Yeah. Um, but that's because we're in um, a brand new podcast studio here in London in our HQ. Um, we've invested a lot of money in this. We've got multiple cameras set up. Um, we've got a vision mixer outside Tammy, who I would ask to wave, but you, you wouldn't see her right now. Um, and For those of you that can't see, she's waving. She, well, uh, kind of, yeah. Um, and uh, this, is a, this is a brilliant uh, opportunity for you yeah. to come down and create something of quality. A post-production house in central London, it's going to set you back a lot of money. Doing it at home isn't really the best thing. Quality needs to be upkept. Saying that, though, it is quality of content that yeah. will shine through. Yeah. And again, going back to the planning of that, has to be planned. So the quality of content, content is king. We've heard this before. It's an old cliche, but it is true. You have to have great content. Yeah. Um, when we talk about our favorite episodes, just to round off in a second, mm. one of mine has amazing content, but is recorded really badly. Yeah. I, I'm just kind of thinking how much better that would be if it was recorded in such a better way. Anyway, we'll get onto that in a second. Yeah. Um, marketing, you've got you've to think about that. How are you going to do it socially, paid ads? Um, you've got to get it out there. You have to tell people where your podcast is or no, nobody is going to listen. And then conversation. You need to talk to your audience when that, that podcast is out. You've got to comment on threads you've got to maybe take some of their questions and put into a podcast to make it q a make them feel part of it um and it's really important so they're like the five big takeaways commitment frequency quality uh marketing and conversation for me so let's round off because yeah. it's been quite a long time thank you for persevering um your favorite podcasts uh, I've really, really enjoyed last year. I, I sort of binge listened to all the series of the Delicious The Ella podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, not um, sort of a story I'd followed massively, although, you know, that her and her husband sort of developed a lot of um, healthy foods, um, which is sort of linked to uh, Ella's sort of personal lifestyle changes. Um, but the podcast series follows a lot of uh, health and welfare kind of um, issues, and that can be diet, mental health, uh, all sorts of things like that. And it's just really, it's really interesting discussion. It's discussion that I'm I'm interested in personally. The way the podcast is produced, it's, you know, it's just quite 
calm and relaxing, nice to have on while you're cooking or just like chilling out. But it's it's informative, you know. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it, it appeals to me. And again, it's not the kind of content that I think without podcasting would really be able to cut through. Yeah, I agree. You know, I don't think that would make more than maybe, what, a half an hour special on a radio station once. Yeah. You know, but it's fantastic. It's a really great series. Um, uh, yeah, and I mean, there's some smaller, like, more independent podcasts I like. There's The Corner Table, um, which uh, actually a friend of mine presents that. But, you know, he goes around and interviews um, people that have released books and they eat at a restaurant and talk about the book over dinner. Um, and as I say, the production on that from the first episode to now has improved massively. But again, it's just interesting conversations with people. Yeah. And that's what it's, it's, it's a bit like, I suppose, the equivalent of a, being a fly on the wall. You're, you're just listening into those kinds of conversations. Uh, very interesting. Uh, yeah. And I've listened to The Complete Guide to Everything, which has been going for about 11 years or more. Two American guys. So they were back there doing it nice and early, mm. thinking no one's listening. And all of a sudden now they're And they're they huge. did the podcast live thing before that became cool again now. Well, maybe we should, we should talk about the podcast live thing in another episode. Yeah, sure. Um, one of the, the podcasts that I listen to all the time, um, I'm a massive boxing fan. You are. Um, which means that I love consuming Radio 5 Live's Costello and Bunce. Um, and I love uh, Pound for Pound. Mm. Um, that one there from Spencer Oliver and Jake Wood could be produced better but it's a fantastic podcast with um the content that i want to listen to and so i make a um a beeline for that every week oh and one more i want to i want to talk about quickly is the unexplained Mm. which conspiracy theories kind of paranormal that sort of stuff it's howard hughes um who was a former news broadcaster on capital radio many years ago and he's been doing that for years it's a great sounding podcast he gets Thousands of listeners all over the world, um, and I just love listening to it late at night. Mm. It's a bit, it's a bit scary, a bit spooky, <laughs> um, and I stick that on on my my echo and and have a listen. So um, it's really interesting. Podcast is a is a fantastic space, and if you're um, watching this uh, and thinking you want to find out a little bit more about how podcasting can help your brand, um, then get in touch with us at WebVid. You can get in touch with me at neil.bentley at webvid.com or james.mabbit at webvid.com or add us on LinkedIn. Yeah. Sorry, what were you doing there with your hands? You know, when keep, you can add us on LinkedIn. Okay, interesting. Thanks ever so much for watching. <laughs>